0: Uh, How Long Gone, sunny Los Angeles, a beautiful Thursday morning, Chris Black, uh, DJ Them Jeans, we're back in the motherfucking mix, Um, Jason, how are you, this is not our normal time, so I just want to make sure you're kind of situated and you're feeling pretty good.
1: I'm feeling good, it's a little, it's two hours before, so I still had time to walk my poochies, um, but I didn't really have time to do a, a full workout. I don't Same. know if I will have time to do that.
0: Same. I mean I'll have time.
1: Because but it's good. It's good. You'll you'll have time. Yeah, I I'll have time. I work a lot more hours than you, so it'll be different <laughs> for me. But for you, you should be all good. Mm-hmm. You'll probably have time to go do one of your Cupping sessions and get your uh, hair lined up to your zero point (laughs) five and anal like anal gland expulsion, whatever you guys. (laughs) I don't know what you bottoms do before you hit the edition, but we are going, of course, to the GQ Man of the Year Fiesta this evening. So there's no time to do anything.
0: I know. I was talking to to uh, our friend Olive. She was at the, the the British edition last night. They got Jack Harlow as a performer. Which I'm a little jealous of, of course. So I'm kind of wondering who who's going to touch the stage at the edition tonight. Um, I, I've heard, you know, I've heard some rumors, but I haven't heard a confirmation yet. So I'm.
1: Oh, really? There's rumblings.
0: Well, I think that there's been some. Yeah, there was. The, yeah, exactly. And I don't want to. I, I obviously don't want to release any of that information here on how long gone, but. We'll we'll be giving a full recap, of course, of our event, our event participation.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about all that in the chat room, Discord VIP lounge afterwards, of course, guys. Yeah,
0: I'll be in Discord live uh, from the event, kind of posting pictures of Jason behind the scenes. So it'll be it's going to be some.
1: <laughs> well, we were uh, weren't we guessing? We're like, who could the man of the year really be? I mean, obviously. If it's 2022, it won't be a man. Well, no, the person—it's
0: always multiple people. So it's that, right, right, that's, right. So but yeah.
1: So far, they've announced an F1 driver,
0: F1 driver Andrew Garfield, uh, uh-huh. Zoe Kravitz, who's a hot chick.
1: The the man of the year that I'm attracted to the most is probably Zoe Kravitz.
0: See, that's funny because I'm I'm more of a she's Br- beautiful. I'm more of a Brendan Fraser guy. If I had to choose. Uh, who I was most attracted to, especially in a cowboy. Hat. You know how hot guys look in cowboy hats, bro.
1: Not all guys. Not not you all. Have to, you have not, to have the swagger. Not of, all uh, fellas. <laughs> not all fellas. You have to have the swagger of a Yellowstone style cowpoke. Yeah, like a Brendan Fraser. Yeah. You know, some a guy who's appeared in such uh, films as Encino Man.
0: Mm-hmm. These are classics, bro.
1: Cool hand Luke level films of just pure (laughs)
0: masculinity. No, I mean, I think you, you genuinely like Encino Man, though, don't you? That feels like a Jason movie.
1: Well, it was a, it was an integral part of my childhood growing up. Okay. Um, You know, Polly Shore Pilled, of course, that's where I learned how to not wheeze the juice. And the, the metaphor for that has been trickling through my life for countless near years millennia countless at this time. years yeah, yeah yeah but we were uh when bay and i were walking our poochies this morning we were talking about or we were doing the same exact speculation and and we were doing a little bit of that a b comparison of uh 1993 brendan Fraser versus 2022 brendan Fraser. Mm. oh what a you know it's like it's nature. It's nurture. It's genetic. It's like how can how can one person be so genetically attractive? And y- you know, you don't get the feeling that it's because you know those guys like in the nineties where they just wake up and they just are hot and they're chiseled perfectly and they have a six pack and yeah. it's all genetics. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I go surfing, but that's it. Like they, they don't do anything and they just look. I've seen Keanu Reeves before. Yeah. And then and then when they get older, some of them age like a fine wine, like a Brad Pitt or a Clooney or whatever. And then some of them Frasier out where their genetic build and their DNA just says, I think we're all set right here. We're going to go into fucking tortoise mode right now. <laughs> and you, I'm about to make your ass look ghoulish than a motherfucker.
0: Look, I, I agree with you, but I think that we should watch our words carefully as we creep into middle age mm-hmm. um, because I think I can fight off turtleism. Um. <laughs> hope hopefully. Uh. But I think that you know God has plans for us, Jason. That we can't control. So I'm not gonna.
1: No, no, Chris. I drink raw milk, so I think I'm gonna be fine.
0: I mean, I I I know you think that. I'm telling you that that <laughs> I'm telling you that stretching for two hours and drinking raw milk might not be the recipe mm-hmm. for uh a- aging uh, gracefully and beautifully. But I I don't. Who am I to say, Jason? I'm not a doctor. I'm not God. So
1: what, what you're telling me, I don't care who you are. Sooner or later. We all dance with the Reaper, don't we?
0: We all dance with the Reaper. That's the reality. And if I, you know, if I, uh, the the one thing, Jason, you're not gonna you're, even if you shrink a little, as old people tend to do, it's not really gonna mm-hmm. affect your bottom line, which is nice. My like,
1: height is still gonna be brawlic as hell. Yeah, That's a good you're point. you're
0: still gonna be tall as shit, and you can still, you know. Flirt with the uh, checkout woman at Whole Foods successfully uh, into your seventies just based on that alone. Mm-hmm. Just based on that alone,
1: I'm gonna be like the like the dad on White Lotus trying to holler at anyone.
0: I haven't seen prostitutes I've,
1: in the hallway of an Italian villa. Let's. Go I haven't oh, seen White Lotus. Okay. Probably
0: not gonna see it if I'm keeping it one thousand with you. Uh, it's reached that succession level. I don't care point for me. Um, so I'm I'm gonna just back off that one.
1: No, we know, we know. I mean, I'm not talking about White Lotus for you. I'm talking about for all my low tie heads watching. You know, we <laughs> don't love it. I heard we, lo- we love it.
0: I, I heard low ties opening for Blur at Wembley. That's crazy, dude. I, I didn't know. Oh, didn't nice, know. Chris.
1: Yeah, how the fuck is Blur gonna play Wembley, a stadium that is the most iconic stadium in in, in British music and football history? And you're not gonna have legends open for you. There's so many band. I mean, Slow Tie is cool. No shouts to him. We're, we'll have him on the pod one day. But it's like, come on,
0: guys. No, I think it's more. I think the problem is what we forget about Damon. Have
1: Primal Scream open something.
0: About, what we forget about Damon is that he is unfortunately in Gorillas. You know, and that <laughs> if you remember that he's in Gorillas, a band that is animated characters. Um, that kind of, yeah, you know, that I mean, feels grill- <laughs> desperate enough to me where you think that you're blur and you want to be cool and have like some young local Brits open for you in the most legendary place, one of the most legendary places in the world. And I agree that is a miss. You know that is a miss.
1: Yeah. Well, the problem is it's a fucking blur show, not a gorilla show, guys. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying it. It. it what I'm saying to you is, but I know what you mean. That's the way. That's the way his brain. That's the way his brain works. Exactly. Rewired. Exactly. And also, Primal
0: Scream would not open for for Blur. There's too much ego there. Gillespie wouldn't have it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. But you know, something of that caliber, where it's like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're a agree. huge legendary band from that era. You shared the the bill with Blur countless times. Maybe your friends, maybe your enemies, there's drama. We squash the beef in order to make two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for an opening slot. <laughs> yeah, no, whatever seriously. it is, yeah. You yeah. Know?
0: All right, you guys do thirty-five. We got three hundred for you, British pounds, British sterling.
1: Kaitronada is like I'll open for him. Um, what's the check? I'll do it. <laughs>
0: Kaitronada, said, Yeah, look, I just need the stage that floats, uh, and then I'm kind of good for. I'm kind of good for two fifty. I won't even play any remixes. I'll do all original shit for for two fifty. No, I, I um. But that blur blur announcing the show at Wembley is giving me hope that Oasis is tiptoeing around th- around this. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's got to happen at least before I die. Um. So I I have to keep up and hope, not a basically. cover band.
1: You want the real band with Noel and Liam together? Would you see Oasis without Noel? Obviously, you would see. Yeah, you would never be Oasis without Liam. But you would go watch. Yeah, but the problem a, a is Noelless.
0: But the, yeah, I would. I would. But like, also, that's that's going to a Liam Gallagher show right now, basically, because he just plays. Oh yeah, he plays eight Oasis songs in the set, and it's pretty good. I mean, I've seen it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've told you the story of when I saw Liam and and Ashcroft together in Central Park Summer Stage with Ezra. Ezra. Ezra flew to New York. We went to that. It was raining. We all had our parkas on. Mm. And Richard Ash. Richard Ashcroft is like. I mean, he looks amazing. He sounded great, but he's really on some like. Watched he's on his Kyrie too many YouTube videos type beat. And unfortunately, I know this is going to be a shocker to Richard Ashcroft, one of the most beautiful men to ever live. I don't think he's that bright. (laughs) <laughs> so I think it's a little bit of a I think much like an athlete, you know, he's not known for his kind of brains. OK, so it's a little bit of a it's a scary combo when you go when the algorithm hits a dum dumb, We're destined for failure.
1: I, I, I guess I never considered it. But Richard Ashcroft, one of the original Britpop hot dummies.
0: I mean, you could literally literally cut diamonds on those on those cheekbones I mean oh, the, guy, cheekbones, yeah. the guy is beautiful
1: but uh, but but sorry speaking of cowboy hats yeah I do have a little bit of a of a western style Luke for tonight's party Chris do you have your Luke put together
0: oh yeah I took my um I have my Tom Brown uh black tie uh shorts tuxedo um ready to okay. ready to go I took the pants to to mr Kim over at La Brea cleaners and had to explain to him that I wanted them cut off. Uh, and he had a tough time kind of understand that i'm like no just cut them and then he he's like okay okay and then he like starts to go over to the sewing machine i'm like no bro you're done i just need you to cut these <laughs> here's a tenner i just need you to cut them off at like at, you know right above the knee we did a nice little measurement and they're good oh. to go so
1: you're doing a frayed hem is that what i'm understanding that's
0: well, it's a, i mean it's not really frayed because you, you, yeah, yeah. you don't wash well, it but yeah it's a it's a tom brown sorry
1: it's an it's an unfinished tom brown it's an, it's
0: an unfinished i'm coming for lee pace's fucking neck jason is what i'm saying like uh, i see him wearing the shorts everybody's oh lee pace is hit look at his quads oh he's so hot he's so tall and tonight it's chris's turn uh and no one's you, gonna chris. care no one's gonna care but nothing that's okay. better
1: than lee pace neck if you know what i mean
0: <laughs> gobbledy gobble um happy thanks We got that
1: got gog. um yeah so i'm well. i'm excited to see this chris i like that you took the tom brown and and sources are saying checks notes that you did freak it is that correct <laughs>
0: I, I did a slight freak. I mean, this is a classic in the Tom Brown universe, mm-hmm. but... Um I just, I, I never get to wear stuff like this. So I thought it would be fun. And it's also, to me, there's nothing more like it's still pretty classic, even though it's shorts. Like it, it's mm-hmm. still pretty simple.
1: Yeah. I guess if I'm being honest, I did have this on my bingo card.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is, that's crazy. Um, anyway, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys at the GQ man of the year party tonight. Um, but, uh, we do have a guest today and, and, you know, we're, we're going back into our legend bag. Um, archers of loaf is a band I've been listening to since high school from, uh, Chapel Hill, beautiful Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, Merge, Merge Records, Luminaries, uh, Icky Metal. Um, from '93 is is constantly in rotation. They have a new album, "Reason in Decline," that came out uh, just just uh,
1: yeah, in the last month or so, getting uh, rave reviews. You know, Enemy, R- Rolling Stone, Pitchfork—they're all fucking sucking that arch, sucking that loaf dry.
0: <laughs> well, Eric also was in was in uh, Crooked Fingers, uh, which was another another band that that I listened mm-hmm. to a lot when mm-hmm. my friends lived in warehouses uh, and didn't shower that much. <laughs> So it's kind of a, it's a full, it's a full circle moment for us. And I I love having another Southern rocker on the pod, you know, yeah, not just me for once,
1: not just you for once. Yeah. I was, I went back and listened to that 93 icky metal record and I was like, damn, bro, this is, I I liked it more than I like pavement and they get a lot of comparisons to pavement, but
0: no, it slaps, dude. It slaps. This, this episode is going to really excite, uh, David Coggins. Um, so I'm kind of I'm I can't wait to get some messages from him. Yeah. Um, and the other guys uh, uh, over 40.
1: This is the opposite of a Flo Millie song coming on in the club. <laughs> Old whites <laughs> come to the front. This is not a drill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's uh let's go down to Chapel Hill. Let's let's hit Cat's Cradle with Eric.
1: How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp.
0: thicker stronger hair
1: go ahead give it a tug neutrophil is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time neutrophil is offering our listeners 10 dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to neutrophil.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrifol for healthier hair neutrophil.com spelled n-u-t-r-a-f-o-l i got raf on the nut dot <laughs> promo code how long that's neutrophil.com <laughs> promo code how long the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest
0: field goal ever missed
1: It's nice to be able to do press in the in the comfort of your own home and talk to a couple strangers and then hang up when you're done.
2: I hate email interviews because I'm a perfectionist. So if I have to email, it'll take me six fucking hours to do an email, you know. And if I could, if I could just do
0: a Zoom or a phone call, let me just talk to you, man. I don't want to. No, you're right because in the in the world of journalism, which I dabble a bit myself, that's kind of considered cheating. I mean, you know, you, like. If you if I'm if I'm emailing you the questions and you're sending me the answers back, I don't know what what my job is at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah.
3: Right?
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Part of the fun is 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 the conversation, but it is easier for the, for the writer and not easier for you, as you're saying. Yeah,
2: and it's it's uh, the same thing as lists. Like a lot of things these days are like, "What are your ten favorite whatever?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't have ten favorite fucking anything, you know. <laughs> Me too. It's like, hey, it'd
1: be like, hey Eric, name your ten best friends. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have ten family members. They're like, well <laughs> what what other aspects of uh, of the world or your life are you a perfectionist in? Uh lawn care.
2: Lawn <laughs> care. I have a I have a I have a acre and a half of land here in Athens, Georgia, and then I have and it's on a slope with a creek. Mm-hmm. And you would say, Oh, you know, your creek, oh, that's so beautiful. But all it is, is a is a is a Dorito bag reservoir just Dorito bags <laughs> and beer cans washed down from the whole freaking city <laughs> into my creek?
0: You know when I got to clean. So, so, I, yeah. All right. So you're having to yeah. maintain a body of water when you're not yeah. kind of demoing. So that's like a that's a pretty big. What kind of um,
1: Dorito bag reservoir is my favorite um, AFX twin song? By the way, so thank you for bringing that <laughs> up. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> visible, now, now, uh, now, are you? Maintaining this yard, this, this acreage yourself. And if so, what kind of, what kind of rig are we working with as far as the, the lawn goes?
2: I have to be transparent. I have, uh, it's a lot of trees. There's a lot of, uh, okay. Water
1: oaks. Thank you. For, thank you for your honesty. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> you're brave. You're
1: so brave. I know. I know. You can't cut those things
2: down because it's a uh, historical, you know, it's a,
0: oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay.
2: But, uh, cause they're 200 years old or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. well, there's a, there's a nice fellow named Ignacio that cuts the lawn maybe every other time and he has a fancy oh yeah i just have a push mower and i just mow it every 2 weeks in the summer october's the best month cuz then you don't have to mow it for 4 or 5 months you know cuz it's cold
0: are you doing any gardening as well or like it's I- my
2: wife she's she's a gardener
0: okay so so there is thank god a green thumb in the household
2: okay. oh yeah she's yeah she, and her family has a has a history of doing that with stuff really well
0: so. <laughs> she has, she comes from a deep
2: background of gardening Of gardening yeah it's heavy <laughs> Heavy gardening. So
1: this this is a nice. Is this in uh, in North Carolina still? I'm in Georgia. Oh, you're in Georgia.
0: I didn't know you were in Athens. I'm I'm from Atlanta, and I was just in Athens two weeks ago, actually, for the first first time in years. It's changed.
2: It has everywhere's changed uh, in in the sense that people have a, have to have a place to live, you know. So uh, there's a lot more condos. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's got more commercial and everything. So sometimes it doesn't bother me as much as it should, maybe, because I like restaurants, you know, and I like. People having a place to live, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Damn, you're such a sweet. Su- you're such
0: a sweetheart, Eric.
2: Eric, yeah. Eric.
1: What are we going to do about this overpopulation? How are we going to exterminate?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, that's a dangerous conversation, and you could end my career <laughs> if I <laughs> go too far. All right, Tusha, you won this. I, call. I, I start with myself, though. I start with myself, though. I should be put. On, I should be taken off the planet first. Yeah, yeah that's I, yeah, that's exactly. you're
0: you're leaving it. I like that. You're you're willing to sacrifice yourself first for the oh, for yeah. the greater yeah. good of the population. But
1: I know I know what you mean. It's cool to be like when you see like oh this the city ain't what it used to be and yeah. a lot of stuff has changed. But it is cool to be like oh like there are situations where young people can create businesses and cool new restaurants in my town. And I don't have to go to the big city to yeah. try this quinoa bowl right, or whatever. Right, like right. that part about it's kind of cool. You know, yeah. We're like, Oh, we got a yoga studio. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? It's the shoving poor folks out of their homes. is the bad part. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, the, that's the worst part. That's a whole other pod. That is a whole other
0: pod. I noticed that Athens just felt like a lot of different um, kind of sub sandwich chains. Had really kind of spread their wings through the beautiful downtown area, and <laughs> I, I just, what's your favorite? Are you a Jersey Mike's guy? Are you a yeah. Subway classic? Are you a Jimmy John's? Like, where do you fall on this on this important? I'm a, I'm a public
2: public guy, man. I go to the publics. Wow,
0: wow, okay, damn, Eric. Obviously, Bullen that was Mines. a
1: trick question and good answer. <laughs> Athens, uh, that's, so that's uh, that's sandwich country up there, is what you're saying. You can't fake, you can't fake this shit, man.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I also... Like Publix, but I am Jimmy John's pilled. Actually, um, I don't love the kind of cheeky branding; it's a little silly for me personally. But I do. The product is is superior for me.
2: I don't think I've ever had one. I'm gonna try it now.
1: Uh, yeah, if you want to, just we'll put you on pause and okay, we'll be here. <laughs> yeah. okay. You just you get up and leave. <laughs>
0: I'll, do, I'll do it after. The chips are house made. I just want to put that out there. You know, I I that's the thing. That's something yeah, that Publix isn't gonna really be able to buy. offer <laughs> you. I don't
2: think corporate
1: chips. Corporate chips suck. Corporate chips have no soul absolutely um eric eric are you are you guys going to deactivate the archers of loaf twitter account as a <laughs> protest of elon musk taking over what do you think
2: um i uh, i have a very kind person that helps me a very capable person that helps me with all my social media stuff
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and she uh guides me in these things and i inherently would never want a twitter account so when she's like <laughs> when she tells me um uh, when she tells me, I think we might, you might want to try to get everybody on Twitter to follow you on other things. Mm-hmm. I'm right. like, yep, let's do it. <laughs> so we're probably going to be off of there at some point. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, for, for most bands, you know, a Twitter account is basically just like, here's another place to post press and tour dates. You know, there's not a lot of like unique personality and storytelling going on it's just kind of like a bulletin board it doesn't match my personality i i I can't it's hard for me to do things in one in like 24 characters
2: or whatever it is you know i just something about it i've seen people do it quite well um and i don't have an inherent i'm not a luddite or anything i don't hate technology and i don't yeah i think twitter's fine or was fine uh but i just didn't i just that was not one i like pictures better i would you know Instagram mm-hmm. would be better for
0: me. So you seem like a big LinkedIn guy. So that's good to know. I'll kind of, I'll follow you over there.
2: Yeah. I don't even know what that is, man. No,
0: it's cool that you don't know what that is because you've, you've never had a job as an adult. Like you've never had like a real job. I, I would assume unless there were some down years there for a while. I've
1: worked in a lot of restaurants, but no, not for years. I'm, I'm, a,
0: you're, yeah, you're a professional.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I would say not having a LinkedIn account is a, is a badge of honor that. You should be proud to wear. Uh, I it, it always felt wrong t- for me when I had one briefly.
2: But I mean it's basically your C V, right? It's what you put your yeah. resume on and you that's fine, people got to work. That's all right. But it but know. it is it's it's yeah.
0: it agreed and I'm on it, but it's in it's kind of invented a new style of person that that sort of um leans into some inspirational posting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? Do, yeah. Where I'm like I'm like, bro, you're a project manager at Dell. Like I don't need to know. I don't I don't think you're going to get me out of bed today right. and teach me how to grind, but there is that yeah. there is that kind of new stuff.
1: Well, th- there's that, but it's all rooted in my entire personality is my job yeah. and that's all I care about, dream about, live about and it it's cool if that job is a passion of yours and not if it is Doing HR at Dell Computers or something like that. Yeah,
0: I, mean? uh, I mean, I yeah, my work is my life, um, and that's so. So maybe that's why I feel comfortable on that platform.
1: Thank God you're a creative.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank thank God we podcast for a living. Yeah. Um. Now, now what? Ath- how long have you lived in Athens? I didn't realize. I didn't realize you lived there.
2: I've moved a lot. I've been here for eleven years, and it's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my whole adult and ch- my whole life. Childhood, really. Well, so yeah. And uh, I I don't I don't love it. Uh, I, I like it fine. I think what I like about it is it's inexpensive. I love my wife and my kid and I like my house.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: I have some dear friends here and I like, there's a lot of musicians here that I, I like the way they play. So it's good to, to yeah. play with people. Uh, but I, I don't, uh, I like bigger cities. I want to be in the woods. Uh, in, the, in alaska or i want to be in new york city you know and so athens is kind of not not mm. that for me but i do travel so much that I, it's okay and it's a great place to come home to right,
1: right right i
0: agree with you but i had to make that drive from athens to the beautiful hartsfield jackson atlanta airport yeah um and i didn't love that it's no. like a little it's it's 30 minutes further than i would like it to be yeah and, uh, and i know merge kind of has the helicopter for you so it's a little faster yeah um but i just I that, tell you that commute <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: i i got a little secret for you i know how, i can help you here's your here's your secret what you do you want to get to athens to the atlanta airport as quick as possible mm-hmm. you leave at 3 a.m
0: okay i'm i'm an early riser anyway so that's not really a problem for me three is pushing it a little bit i think but
1: so eric does eric, that regardless of what time your flight takes uh, off yeah. you're leaving yeah. at 3 a.m <laughs> or are you because both of us we uh we subscribe to the blue eye lifestyle where it's the opposite of a red eye flight if that makes sense to you first yeah. one out yeah
2: yeah yeah i'm that way too i'm, I'm being facetious cuz there's just you can atlanta traffic is worse than la or dc even uh, uh, maybe not dc but so they tell me it's just so bad that you can't leave if you leave at 3am you'll get stuck in construction or something
0: there'll be a pr- there'll be a problem i'm just uh no. So you're saying that you want to be either completely remote, living off the land, killing things with your hands, Mm -hmm. or you want to be in the hustle and bustle of the Big Apple. That's correct. But somehow you've settled on the exact in between, and you've stayed there for eleven years.
1: Strange how it works. I just, I think. uh, So what happens when you have kids, Chris? Yeah, yeah, and you
0: have a family. And my family stuff is good, so I I feel. uh, How old's your How old is your child? He's five. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So he's no, because
1: I think is there a little bit of guilt as. uh, of like daddy is a touring musician and i'm gonna go hit the road for a while so if you guys want to live in this two-horse town that's fine i'll be uh i'll be at the bowery in new york getting my dick sucked after my show so you guys do have whatever you
2: want (laughs) that sounds so nice but that's that's not
1: how it is I guess when you put it that way, that would be normal. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been that while in a little while, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, ever, ever for me,
2: unfortunately. But
1: uh, <laughs> I mean,
2: I, you know, I think I think that I don't feel guilt isn't the right word I would use. I just because I'm, okay. you know, I'm just doing what I'm doing, and I've always done it. So since I was a kid, so there's no, uh, you know, you want to show your kid what you do so that so that they can grow up and realize, oh, if you do something, it's valuable you know yeah you don't want to just like i love you so much so i'm gonna give up everything for you you don't want to do that you know I'll screw them up uh. Uh, so i don't have a, a guilt thing about it i do uh i do tour less i do uh, about a week a month or maybe 10 days max of a, a month if i can sneak it in there That's but I, nice. you know i don't i don't and it's good for my age i don't want to do it- too crazy like i used to mm-hmm. i don't think that i would be able to take it though uh when i say take a, a city the size of athens because athens is a good city for the size but uh I, if i wasn't touring or traveling, yeah yeah i just yeah. wouldn't i would i would have to i would be more assertive to my family like we got to go
0: somewhere mm-hmm. else i would be more like that where did did you live it did you live in new york for a long time or no
2: I, i've never lived in new york my family's actually from my dad's family's from new jersey from jersey city and so i would go up there in the summers as a kid um and I've, uh, but I'm from North Carolina. I was born in Greensboro
3: mm-hmm.
0: and my
2: parents separated when I was quite young and I live with both of them. So I, I'm, I lived, I mean, name is city in the Southeast, like Greenville, Atlanta, Chattanooga. Wow.
0: All the hot, all, all the local, all the local hot spots.
1: Tallahassee, Chattahoochee. <laughs> yeah. All of them. What yeah. is the,
0: now the, you know, I'm fr- I'm from Atlanta, born and raised. So I lived there till I was like 24, 25. I'm very familiar with the Athens, the world, of course, but you know, Chapel Hill is historically. You know, a music town in the same way that Athens is, yep, right? Yep. Like it's kind of that same energy because it's a college town.
1: Oh, uh-huh. which, which college is that for our listeners, guys? Tar
0: Heels, Michael Jordan, okay, okay Dean okay.
1: Smith, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, so Tar Heels that is the the uh the rivals of duke you're not a duke boy right I'm, I'm
2: not i'm i wish i had more hostility i just i don't i'm not a real i'm not a sportsman no, I,
1: nobody I, really assumed <laughs> that you were gonna have a a, a fiery opinion <laughs> yeah. on college football. yeah
2: but i should i gotta be careful because i am from i am a tar heel but i just don't really care sure so sure of
0: course
1: that's all that matters yeah yeah. As long as you're registered as a Tar Heel in this town, you're, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What, what are the other, now the luminaries from Chapel Hill, excluding yourself, of course, what are the, let, let's give a, what are the other musical luminaries from, from Chapel Hill? Well, I mean, that we uh, should know about.
2: Merges in Durham now. They started in Chapel Hill. Um, yeah. And I guess, uh, Mac is, is notoriously a Duke fan. <laughs> Uh, and so that causes a lot of trouble not with me personally but
1: i think i'm gonna be sick to my stomach so you're
0: saying he maybe he's lost out on on new signees because of his allegiance to duke where he's he kind of missed out on you uh, would
2: have to talk to him about that would to, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me you wouldn't surprise me <laughs> you know what well, we just could make we, you
1: wear the duke jersey when you're signing your deal <laughs> we just couldn't no, come I to I terms. <laughs> i was wearing black mm-hmm. just
2: just like my soul just like no no team affiliation <laughs> That's totally smart. <laughs> That's smart to keep it neutral. No, I, and then I, I mean, there's you know, there's so many people that you know. If you want to go way back to James Taylor and all that, and then you
0: can do you know Dexter and James Taylor. I didn't know James. I didn't know James Taylor was from Chapel Hill. Yeah, his dad. His dad was the dean of the medical school there. That I did not know. He gives me shut up, yeah. Jason. He gives me. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me a little bit overeducated vibes. A little, you know what I mean? He gives me a little bit of a silver spoon. Yeah, I think you know, I think, I that, think he's a phenomenally voice. good
2: folk star or whatever but i i just uh it's one of those things where i can't hear I guess because my father liked that "Carolina on My Mind" song, and I just heard it so much growing up. <laughs> if I hear that, if I hear that shit one more time, you know, <laughs> I think he he would probably feel that something similar oh, to that, yeah, perhaps. Yeah.
0: I mean, but, because you get sick of that yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'd get sick of it too if it hadn't bought me my fifth house. I mean, you know, it's he, right. he you know, he doesn't want right. to, He doesn't yeah. want to play it. He doesn't want to hear it, but he's happy that it, it gets played. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure he looks I'm pretty sure. good too. I gotta say,
2: I, I have a my favorite moment of his is when he's in that he's in the movie with Adam Sandler, and he. <laughs> (laughs) He just has one line, and I think it's like, Fuck you or something. It's just one. Yes, the one.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually remember this. I remember this because it yeah. is, it's an unexpected turn. Of course. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. part of the, that's part oh, of the I think fun. I
1: remember that. And they're like, well, James Taylor just said fuck you to me or something like that. That was awesome. They yeah.
0: rep, they like, yeah, they totally, they, they recognize him and, and make sure his name is spoken. But
2: I, I'll say this. This is the most I've ever talked about him in my entire career on any, <laughs> in any avenue. And that's odd because I don't, I'm not really, a, I'm certainly not an enemy, I, I, you know, but I can acknowledge his, his, his abilities, but I I just have never been uh, asked as many questions. My James <laughs> Taylor, it feels strange because I'm not even that's not that's not a part of my world. You're not passionate. But we were talking about people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so many. I, I'm leaving people out,
0: and I just don't want to do that. You
1: know. You got to talk about Mellow Mushroom. There's a lot of stuff over there. <laughs>
0: You could never forget you could never forget mellow mushroom. Well,
1: for for our, a lot of our listeners might not know what that is. Uh would you mind explaining it? I don't know what it is either. I know it's a pizza place, but I don't know its history. That's it. It's just a pizza place. Just a stoner pizza place. It's
0: definitely a southern thing cuz it's it's mostly in okay. the south. Yeah,
1: we went to one in in Asheville a couple of years ago. I took
0: Jason um on a southern road trip to explore my heritage. Yep. Um and we took him to Asheville, Nashville, Charleston, Atlanta, and Savannah. And I think his eyes were open, I I would say, because he's from Orange County. He's from a different... Yeah. Yeah, he's from a different part of the world. A
2: different planet. Yeah. yeah
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah. Eric, don't worry. I found, uh, over there on 320 East Clayton Street in Athens, uh, 30601. There's a mellow, mushroom location. <laughs> Go ahead and check it out. Okay. We
0: can book you a table if you want. I don't know if you're a pepperoni or cheese guy, but we can't pre, we can pre-order for you if we I'll need I'll just to. need
1: a credit card to hold. The rest, $25 will be, tra- yeah. <laughs> if you don't show up. Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I, mean, I think that the, the college town, it, it's, it's interesting that you went from one college town to another and you never lived in New York. You never lived in LA either. I've spent a lot of time in these places and I wanted to live in both, but I just never got around to it. I mean, it's, it's, uh,
2: it's, Strange, it is a good. You're making a good point. I don't know why I haven't. I would l- love to have lived in.
1: <laughs> it sounds like there's an emotional block going on here because yeah, it sounds I, like you still actively are trying and wanting to live in L. A. or New York, but something is something is keeping you. from Yeah, that.
2: I love both of those cities. I, I never had a. Uh, you know, I usually have people that I'm a New York guy or I'm an L. A. guy or whatever. Right, I like right. them both, uh, and I. Why not both? I'm with. I you. like. Uh, I love the sunshine. And I love the smog, and I love the cheesy people. And I love L. <laughs> a. LA, you know what? <laughs> Uh, and new york's great for for all the obvious reasons you know but uh i think it's just because i've recorded in both places and i've been to both places so many times i just feel like ah and at this point at my am 52 you know i just feel uh
1: about time to start setting up some roots
2: yeah so i just had never really i mean i would but i i don't know 50 so you had you had a kid pretty late huh 47 yeah damn yeah it's a lot, lot of work
1: that gives us hope as two people who in their in their very early forties, who also have no kids, very early, no kids very at all. No I'm literally all.
0: forty. I'm literally forty. I just turned forty. Do you want kids? Hell no. no.
2: <laughs> if there's any
0: doubt, <laughs> nope. then you shouldn't. And my kid's killer, man. My kid's
2: really great and, and easy and uh, you know he's he's funny and uh, so. But it's just so
0: much work. And... All right.
1: So Eric says, kids, even the good ones suck. Yeah, <laughs> okay. even even That's the good the- ones. Or a
0: lot of work, (laughs) yeah. I so are you like are you taking are you when you're home are you taking him to school and doing the whole thing
2: we were going to do this I couldn't do this at three because I got to go pick him up at two to about two ten two fifteen I gotta go pick him up so because my wife's an ICU nurse and she's working today so
0: So when you're okay so in Athens I feel like this is more common than other places but do the other parents like think you're a freak or are they like oh yeah he's like the guys in REM or whatever he's like elephant Uh, six he plays guitar yeah
2: I think there's some people that that are like that the world's a big place though most people don't don't care or know or care to know <laughs> they don't no no it's just it's a lot of artists too you know it's like it's not just musicians there's painters and there's yeah uh, you know sculptors and so there's all kinds of and,
1: and you don't really look like a long-haired freak freaky person perhaps walking down the street you just kind of look like my uncle no
2: but i'm awkward though i mean i you can <laughs> like people look at me funny like what, what's wrong with this guy you know oh, really? <laughs> yeah and it's okay you know i'm used to that but uh just because I, uh, you know i don't know it's just a weird
1: what is wrong with you I don't know,
2: man. I just. Uh...
1: <laughs> you don't seem. You, well, I'm, I'm just saying, as somebody who has who grown up as kind of being told I'm awkward as well. I, I think that maybe, maybe when you were younger, but you for now you seem like a, a very well-smoking, you know, pretty normal, witty, intelligent person. Man,
2: you are so kind, man. That's really nice to say.
1: <laughs> I'm not just bu- I'm not just buttering your bread, sweetheart. I'm, that's coming from the heart.
2: <laughs> you're, I don't know how to respond to that because people don't. It's just a nice thing to say, and I appreciate you saying that. But I, <laughs> and I feel that way. I just yeah. feel like other uh, people
0: may not get it, is what you're saying.
2: Well, you just you just don't present yourself out of the gate that way. You know who you know the work I've done and. Uh, you know, we, it's not like a cold slate. When, so you meet somebody in the street, and your your glasses are crooked, and your you got your, your face is peeling from keratosis, mm-hmm. cur- and you know, <laughs> and
1: you just want to yell that I got best new music on Pitchfork. You don't understand, yeah.
2: yeah they don't give a <laughs> shit about that, man. In fact, they hear it and they just they look. At it. In fact, people find out I play music and they're nice. And then they go home and hear it, and then they're not nice.
0: Oh wow, <laughs> okay. So they're ju- happens. They're judging you based on the the vibe of the music. They might not yeah. like some of it. Let's say, yeah. yeah
1: what is it? What does that feel like as a fifty two year old father when you meet somebody and they're like, "Oh, what, what's your band called?" And you have to write it down on their phone and so yeah, arch, and, and they go on the Spotify and like, "I'll check it out." Yeah,
2: that's right. It feels great because I know where it's going, <laughs> and I just I have a, a mild uh, antagonistic streak.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then you see him at the at the at the school. Play the next month, and they're like, "Eh, "I like pavement more." (laughs) Well, they wouldn't even know what that is. They yeah, they wouldn't even know that is. They would
2: just be like, "I don't know why you have to be so angry." You know,
0: (laughs) it's music. It's it's so loud. I don't understand. (laughs) I just find that I guess with our peers that are parents, I think there's a common thread among them that's like you know especially if you if you do something let's say you know less than traditional for a living mm-hmm. that there's like this constant children force you to meet people you would never meet and spend time with people you you never spend time with and sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be bad absolutely
2: the, the good news about where we are what our my kid goes to school it's a lot of a. Uh, it's just a lot of artists a lot of parents are in the same position i'm in i'm in a lot of them yeah you know, they're not necessarily all musicians but they're other creatives, you
0: know, they're whether they're graphics, they're or, living, an, they're living an alternative life. Yeah, they're not,
2: they're not like not not many of them are like selling insurance or whatever. Not there's anything wrong with that. But. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no,
1: not a, not a ton of Trump flags over there in the drop-off zone. No, 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 yeah, not, not at all, not at yeah, all. Yeah,
0: I can imagine. I can imagine you sending your your kid to the kind of school where they kind of make up their own curriculum. You know what I mean? Grades yeah. are optional. You know what I mean?
2: No, it's not. No, he didn't like his <laughs> teacher because she's so strict. I'm like, that's good for you, little man. Yeah, <laughs> you got, got made. You don't know how you got it, but you'll know when you're like 12. You're like, damn, my parents are pretty cool. But right now, you don't know because we're we're pretty la- not not lax. We have rules and what have you, but his. His kindergartner teacher, man, she's fantastic. She's like, shut up and sit down and, you know, and it's great, you know, but she's not, she she uses better language than that. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure.
0: I need more of that. There's rules and stuff. I need more of that in my life. You know, my, so my mom, um, is a nurse and she, she like was worked with babies for 25 years and did all this stuff. And she would always talk to me about her work. And then I would talk to her about my work and it would make me feel Mm -hmm. like an absolutely worthless loser. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I wonder if maybe you have some of the same feelings with your wife, she's saving lives and you're, you know, you're playing guitar and you're, so you're, you're, your mom's
1: like, I, I, I bring life into this world on a daily basis. And Chris is like, I use cocaine to manipulate artists. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: exactly yeah. <laughs> well, there's value. There's value in that. You there know. is
1: value in that. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I do,
2: I do feel very proud of what, uh, I mean, it's a weird thing during the, the, the pandemic because you're. You're proud of them, but you're just like, well, are you, is this worth it? You're, you got a four, a three-year-old kid, you know, and you're, you're, you're dealing yeah, with yeah. COVID people, you bring bringing it home, you know, we got, we had it, we all had yeah. it so many times, you know, and, mm. and fortunately we didn't have that much trouble with it. But, but so there's definitely uh, a, a sense of proud, I'm proud, proud of her and everything, but I don't feel for sure. No, oh, man. I just, like, I think there's a little sociopathy. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel that guilty about it. And people say nice things, you know, yeah, I you know your, your, your music can't get too much a divorce or, or worse, you know, so you hear some of that. That, that. that helps me a little bit. That makes me feel.
1: And you're like, all right, loser, <laughs> buy a t-shirt. That's, that's Jason. That's Jason. <laughs> that. that's all, not loser. Me. all right. I was not that, for the record. That was not all right. All right,
0: loser, buy a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah your
1: music changed my life. You know. <laughs> You know, I was battling. You know, terminal. Blah blah blah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, are you done, or are we? You're, you're, so you're that still happens. talking. That, that about... does
2: happen. Actually, there's people that are
0: inherently annoying. The know. vinyl is 180 gram, bro. It's 45. <laughs> so just go <laughs> ahead and grab one.
1: No, but I mean, on, I'm sure when that does happen, and they say, bro, your music changed my life, et cetera, You probably take the time, and you're polite to them, but you're saying inside, you're you're just fully dead, of course. But you're be but you're a good person, so you're being like. That's so awesome! Thanks so much. You guys want to take a pic, or I gotta head out. Is really awesome, but inside you're like mm-hmm. nothing.
2: You want total transparency? Yes. It depends on the per. It depends on the person. Yeah. Sometimes it is. It is that. Man, I don't give a shit about any of it. <laughs> and then sometimes you're like, this is a very cool person, and this is.
1: No, I, I'm the same way. Like if the if the girl is hot enough and she's saying your music changed my life, I'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. what, what was that? Again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah if it's another 28 year old guy in loafers telling me how great yeah. the podcast is i'm definitely going to yeah. be able to kind of get out of there quickly
2: <laughs> yeah yeah you don't want to hear about you have that element with shows oh man i was, remember that show in 1994 i'm like i don't, I don't
0: yeah remember that bro i've done i've done yeah. 200 yeah. of those a year since i was 21 yeah. <laughs> i i think that there is an element yeah i mean i guess though do you find that so when you guys are playing now, are the fans, is it a nice mix of kind of your peers and then younger people that have like been waiting to see you? Or does it feel like kind of the old folks home?
2: Uh, it's, it's more of an old folks home, but there is, there, there is a bit of younger. Yeah. There is that for sure. It's maybe 10, 90 or 20, 80, uh, 80% okay. old and 20% new younger, but I mean, that, that's a arbitrary. Thing i'm throwing out
0: there that's fine though that's what that's i mean that's still pretty good it doesn't matter as long as the tickets are selling yeah, you know right. if right. you
1: if you have to bring it your nurse a to a show they got to buy a ticket for them too they don't get in for free someone's got to push the wheelchair right <laughs> Somebody's got
0: to push the wheelchair Somebody's got to drive you there's all kinds
1: yeah
2: of stuff. that's true
0: our Archers yeah. of Loaf show looking like a, a flight to Fort Lauderdale, yeah. you know, with the wheelchairs <laughs> yeah. out front. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now are you able to, now are you able to leave it all on the stage still? Or are you guys kind of keeping it to an hour? Are you, are you having to really put it out there?
2: I mean, we, we don't, we, we play like we played when we were 20. You know, I, I have a, we're <laughs> going here we go i have really high blood pressure because i'm insane and uh high strength uh, but uh, <laughs> okay i fainted on a plane for the first time about eight months ago i had to go to the emergency room and stuff. so i'm kind okay. of i'm a little worried about i mean i'm on yeah uh medicine You're taking medicine and stuff yeah, yeah sure. blood pressure cholesterol you know, if I, I'm, I'm rehearsing a lot and I, I, I you know, walk around and stuff, I exercise before, before these tours so I can not collapse on stage and make a fool of myself. But it's a real thing. You know, it's a real thing. Yeah. If we, there's a couple songs. If I sing, I gotta, I gotta practice where I breathe. Cause if I don't, yeah, um, yeah, my head, yeah. my head gets lightened. That never happened in my twenties. I was also doing, you know, just the amount of chemicals I was adding to my body. <laughs> um, it's changed, you know, but I just sure. couldn't handle that now. Um, it's gonna be an attempt to do just do what we do and we you know we'll probably play twenty five songs, probably about an hour and a half, maybe more yeah. than that, and, and it's sweaty and you know we'll jump around and all that. But my throat is so different than it used to be back then. And I had you know, so I've just had I'm a little more reticent just because it has had you know, I had the microfold stuff done in like two thousand
0: three or something. Oh you did? Oh, I didn't know that like the surgery.
2: Yeah. Well it's it's surgery. I guess they put you under, but it's real it's not that surgery is a strong word for it. I guess it is a surgery though. Yeah, it okay. is, it is. Because they take the scissors and they they have, like, it's, it's like a gun. And they stick it in your, with the, the tube and the light goes down and then they cut it with it's scissors a,
1: It's a, it's a semi-invasive procedure. Perhaps. It's, a, yeah,
2: it's, but it's, but you, you're, you're put to sleep and then, uh, you're, we wake up in a couple hours and it's like. My throat hurts a little bit, but it's not that it doesn't hurt. You know, it's like.
0: Okay. It's so that. it's not. See, I think when you have the, 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 what do they call it? The nodules on your, you know, yeah, on the yeah,
2: you have nodes or nod, yeah, nodes. Nodules nodes. Nodes.
0: That's, yeah. that's a, the sign of success to me. All the best <laughs> yeah. singers have had to have that surgery. That's, yeah, the, yeah. that's, I'm, that's a goal for me.
1: Yeah. Eric, I'm sure your, your fingers are calloused from years of shredding on that Jazz Master, right? It's the same thing on the throat. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Just. <laughs> yep that's
0: right <laughs> that's exactly right i mean so are you you know i, I feel like you've done every stage of touring from like uh, you know a, a honda civic to a to a van to the bus to two buses to the plane mm-hmm. like what are the comforts that you require now as an elder statesman very low game?
2: maintenance very low maintenance we're gonna take a uh i, I just uh I, it's almost like a car for me. It's like the, the less stuff that can break, the better. Mm. Like mm-hmm. when I, my favorite, my favorite way to tour at this point is just in my Subaru or my van by myself doing solo shows. That, or That way, and you
1: don't, just so you don't have to be like, "Hey, what do you guys want to listen to?" And you can just listen to whatever you want. That alone is worth it.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think you know, just sort of uh, your mental health. You don't, you know, you just. I have about. I'm quite introverted, so I have about uh, four hours a day. Where I can be nice. And and then, you know, if I if I drive all day by myself and I show up at seven, I can be nice from seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, maybe till midnight, four or five hours. And then after that, you'll see me if if I've just finished playing it's eleven o'clock and it's time to go. That's when you talk about people coming up to you and being nice and you're like, Man, I just I gotta get I'm I'm gonna
0: This happens to, right. This happens to me too. This happens to me too, because we do shows, we do yeah. live shows and I Jason loves to talk to the fans, you know, and have his little fun and drink his little drinks mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah. I'm unable to do that. Like I- it's
1: called community building and storytelling. But yeah, so it's like you guys it like when you hear about oh at, at 11 or at midnight I turn into a pumpkin, I got to get home. Right. And you guys are saying <laughs> I turn into just a cunt. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't actually <laughs> don't. I, I, I just get really quiet, and withdrawn, and then I just sort of, Okay. I just you go of, back
1: into introversion mode. Yeah, people
2: just sort of talk to me and I just stare at them
1: when uh back in the day when you were enjoying more chemicals and substances did alcohol help with that
2: uh, absolutely okay. and, yeah absolutely <laughs> it, it was almost kid, like a
1: miracle drug wasn't it it's was great yeah
2: it was great <laughs> <laughs> I like people though I'm not a misanthrope so like those four hours I'm able to do it I actually enjoy people it's just my 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 tank is on empty you know so yeah sure I don't know I feel I feel like I'm, with I'm a little nervous because we're all gonna be in a in a sprinter van seven of us you know and uh and I love all these people that are going, so it shouldn't be a problem. They understand me. They're not going to, you know, these are all people that know me extremely well. So mm-hmm.
0: seven, seven, seven adult men and a sprinter is an interesting choice.
2: Well, it's yeah, it's a horrible choice.
0: <laughs> so.
1: But I guess it's good if if one of you guys loses your reading glasses, there's another pair sitting right there, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. Man, you're, you're wise. <laughs> well,
1: Eric, uh, uh, That's right. let us know if this is an uncomfortable question for you, but you mentioned some chemicals and stuff like that. A lot of times when we have musicians on the show who have had years of performing and partying and stuff, we like to ask them their top three favorite prescription pills of all time. No pills. No pills. No,
2: never pills. It was always it was always alcohol and cocaine and cigarettes.
0: The big three. Damn, you're a real one, bro. Yeah, that's the big three. That's the, the only good ones. Well, for me, they were,
2: and, and obviously, <laughs> uh, I'll drink a little bit now. The other two were, I mean, I would just have a heart attack. My heart is so, my
0: genetics are so. You're gonna live to right. be forty.
2: Well, you're like fifty-two.
0: Okay. You're like <laughs> I, I would literally die. I would literally die.
2: Yeah, I would. I would. So, and I enjoyed it so much. I and mean, I love it. It wasn't like I, oh, I gotta stop this because it's making me. I, I don't know. I, I loved it when I stopped. Like this
0: sucks. I've stopped this. You, know? <laughs> did you did you stop smoking? Did, did somebody hypnotize you, or did you just kind of peter out? I,
2: I I quit a lot. I I, I had practiced quitting. I actually finally quit when I was thirty-seven. I started smoking when I was about fourteen. Mm-hmm started trying to quit around 30 or 31 32 and i would just quit for weeks and quit for a month and quit for two months and then start again you know yeah and then finally when i was 37 i was actually at central park i was opening for nico nico case i was opening for her at central park and uh i had a friend named harrison cannon who was in a band called geezer lake and i was 37 and he and i found a cigarette and we started smoking it and it was that moment something just went off i was like man this tastes like an ass i don't, I don't want to do this anymore you know it made me feel bad and and it was kind of a great moment because it was the moment I could definitively say, I'm, I think I'm done with this.
1: You felt it in your bones. This one's going to take. And I tried, well, Butrin and I, I did all kinds of stuff, you know,
2: uh, like that. I say all kinds of what I did pretty much, but, uh, that's, you know, that didn't work. So. Mm-hmm. I think it was in my head. I just had to had to make make up my mind.
1: What um what are some non uh, pharmaceutical ways that you've used to sort of regu- regulate that stuff? Then, well, uh, your brain.
0: How much how much are you meditating in Athens? Is the question.
2: I have a I've had help, you know, therapy and stuff. I don't know if you're you being serious. Yeah, of course. Or not. I don't know, but uh, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> okay.
1: no. Being yeah. serious, being serious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, fair question, though. Yeah, no, it is. A,
2: yeah, no, and that's a it's. A, I haven't uh, the. The therapist that I I go to, uh, and and he, at the very beginning of the whole thing, I was like, I really don't want to have to take any drugs. Yeah. I don't want to have to. And he says, well, we'll, we'll get, we'll we'll cross that. He didn't say no. He's (laughs) okay. He didn't say that. He just said, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. give it some time, chief. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I want to do it with no drugs. Okay. Good note. (laughs) I I say No pills. I generally don't like pills. I've certainly tried just about everything, but, uh, Mm -hmm. I have too many friends that did these things from a doctor's Prescribing them and, uh, they never went back. Mm-hmm. I think my big fear is I don't, I don't want to stop writing. I don't want to stop writing. I think a lot of the, the things that I think work. And this is what I told the, the therapist. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to have to take something. And all of a sudden I'm feeling less anxiety. But now when I sit down to write, I just don't, nothing, cause that, that happens yeah. to a lot of people. A lot of my friends that are creatives, they don't, creative people, they don't. They couldn't be creative anymore. <laughs> it
0: dulls the edges in a way that, that kind of makes, yeah, makes s- your output so, suffer. Yeah. Now I've heard that as well. Oh, for sure.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, that writing process, if you, use, it sounds like you're using that writing process as a healthy way to get this shit out of you. Absolutely. No, there's, that's exactly what it is. And Except also, it's just, a, it's probably a difficult thing though.
2: I think it is, but I, I don't know any other way to do it. So I think what happened during the pandemic was, uh, and this happened to a lot of people. I think, uh, the thing that I had developed to, 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 Help me to assist me with this stuff was taken away because I couldn't tour and I couldn't, and I didn't write really much during that time because I was taking care of my dude, my little guy. And, uh, and my wife was working in an ICU with all these COVID people. And that was a pretty heavy mm-hmm. thing she was
1: dealing with. She was really working.
2: Yeah, she was. That's right. And, uh, and so I just lost everything that gave me self esteem and gave me a sense of what I was. You know, in terms of how I define myself, everything was just gone. So I'm just like, I'm taking care of a kid, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't have any confidence, and I don't, and I'm, I'm, you know, I just felt sort of lost. Right. And so when I went to get help, the guy, it was great because the guy was like, "Yeah, you need to figure out." you need to figure out a way to do that again because that was working <laughs> and that's what you gotta do <laughs>
3: he's like all right you, drugs yeah
0: you could just venmo you could just venmo be 250 uh but yeah you should just write yeah. songs again bro i think that's <laughs> yeah. like it's you know yeah all, if you yeah. can
1: if you could figure out a way to cure covid so you can get back yeah. out on the road <laughs> i think you're gonna be in a good place <laughs> that's gonna be the thing you need to do yeah but it was good to, it was good to hear an
2: outside source <laughs> say that so i could bring it home to my family and say look man i gotta i gotta do this i gotta do you know because it was like you can just stay home i'm like well no i can't stay home
0: i really can't
2: doctor's orders
1: babe
0: yeah so that was helpful yeah but you guys you guys like got along it was never there was never bad blood right like it was just kind of like i'm gonna do this other shit you guys are gonna do your shit and we're gonna reunite when the time is right
2: uh, well there was no talk of reuniting i think it was a true exhaustion and people were just like we're done man let's just and there was no animosity towards people we were just done you know and uh yeah and I th- in my mind i was like well that's fine i i can do other things i'll, I'll just keep going." And. I mean, I didn't necessarily want the band to end, but it was fine because I knew I was going to keep going. But I feel like when it ended, we all thought it was done because we were so burnt out, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so the idea that, that we got t- back together really only happened because the time, the gap gave us the space to go, Oh, that was, these are great. These are people that like work. Yeah. About. I
0: think that it's also like, I mean, look, man, the market is right. People love this shit, you know, and people will also pay the beauty of, of like, I went to see pavement in Atlanta and, and, you know, it was just like everybody in there was spending money. Everybody's got jobs now; they're adults. <laughs> they're happy. They're happy yeah, sure. to pay fifty-five dollars for the ticket. They're going to buy the tw- yeah the fifteen-dollar IPAs. They're going to cop a couple T-shirts. It's like a better time sure. to be doing this because sure. you know you guys aren't the Grateful Dead or anything. I'm not having to take my private jet to the stadium, but it's the same. Right. It's the idea of like, oh, our fans that grew up with us. Like have plenty of of discretionary income now and can come do this in a different way than they could have in their early twenties, maybe. Yeah, you know, I, I like to see you guys capitalizing on that.
1: Did you did you ever? Th- I mean, because it kind of reminds me of like when I was a kid in the nineties, and you would see all these you know bands from thirty years prior doing these reunion tours and albums, and I would go to you know the Sam Goody or the Warehouse and look at some. Here's the new Led Zeppelin CD, and you're like, why? Yeah. And it's just like some bullshit and they would still tour and do these huge shows and make all this money, but it didn't feel like a real grassroots community the way it does now. Thanks to the internet where you don't have to be the Rolling Stones or Led Zeppelin or Stevie Nicks yeah. to do a reunion tour and, and make a pretty good amount of money. And you can have, you know, your, your thousands, not millions of fans yeah, and get out there and they all know that you're playing. They're all connected and they're, like Chris said, they all have a little bit of extra cash and they can buy that hoodie.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's, you're speaking to something that uh, people assume, uh, maybe because of my age or whatever, just that you hate the internet or that you think, you know, it was better back before. The you internet know, community was so much better back then. Mm-hmm. But there, there's really... uh there's so many benefits to it. Like exactly what you're saying right now. Like I wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do half the stuff if it weren't for the way things are now. I know you lost, you lost your royalties and your record sales to some yeah. degree and you got and Spotify is not paying you enough and all that stuff and all that's true. But there's other, other aspects of it that are quite benevolent to the smaller
0: mm-hmm. artists. Like did you us. Guys, you, know? did you guys do a lot of, do you get, do you do Letterman and all that? Did you do all that stuff in the nineties? No, we didn't do it in the nineties. And, uh, we didn't do any of that. <laughs> I've,
2: I've, I've done that stuff. The Archers did Fallon, and I've done it. Uh, I've done Fallon and Letterman, and Conan with uh, Nico. I was in her band for years on uh, Nico Case, and uh, I've done a few of those shows. But the Archers have never. I mean, we're just right below it. You know, that's
0: so strange. To that's so strange to me because I'm a big. Uh, I, I watch a lot of late night performances on YouTube. That's my main yeah what i do on youtube besides my chiropractor videos i don't want to bore you with that <laughs> but um
1: the i think chris, the point that chris is making is there's a, been a lot smaller bands that somehow yeah got that's, a, exactly got a, got got a, that's exactly got my a point that's exactly my letterman performance than you guys yeah, yeah. it's
0: like I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes i'm like oh wow this is like a blip on the like early 90s kind of gold rush major label radar kind of yeah, thing yeah, you yeah. know
1: like only i know about this band
0: yeah i mean it's like i'm looking for uncle Tup like uncle tupelo has played on fucking you know what i mean it's like kind of crazy
1: to me yeah. no i think that explains why eric said actually no we've never been asked to play on the <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i feel like i feel like
2: well yeah i feel like uh up-and-comers it's easier for up-and-comers if they got a label supporting and stuff they get you know, it's all it's of all you know, that yeah stuff, yeah, so. yeah and we're not up-and-comers obviously but uh even back then i think we were not uh You know, it's a weird thing where even at our, in our, at our, our height in like 94 or five or six or some of that, that time, uh, we would play New York to 2,500 people or whatever it was. And we'd still be playing in Indianapolis to 70 people or whatever. You know, it was never, (laughs) it never, it it never went past that, you know, threshold for us. But
0: you, you guys had, I feel like you guys had some MTV support though. Yeah, they had a little bit. We had, uh, Beavis and ButtHead. Oh, really? (laughs) I mean, that's
1: that's more of a badge of honor than than Letterman. Bro, this is back in the '90s. That'll move more units for sure.
0: So you're saying you're saying Beavis and ButtHead are sitting on the couch and they're making fun of an Archers of Loaf video?
1: They may have spoken of it favorably. They don't make fun of all the videos. Some sometimes they go, "This is uh, this is sweet, actually." (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty. Poor video.
2: I mean, we, we were so young and not, we didn't know what, yeah. we were just like, I don't know what, we don't, what, what is this? And we made this video. We didn't like it. We didn't like the video. You know, we don't like any videos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's our new video, guys. Uh, we don't really like it that much, but, um, check it out. <laughs> that's true for, except for scenic pastures. That's
2: true for pretty much every video. We just don't like them. You know? We don't, we don't like to do them. We ne- we've never liked to do them. And, and, uh, people always want, Let's, let me do a video. it be different. You're like, no, it won't, it won't be different. We don't want to do it. Uh, it. You know. You're dealing with a difficult person that's not going to like what you have for your ideas. I'm
1: difficult.
0: I love it. I love it. I back that. I think. I think music video. I just am like. I think there was a heyday of them being really important and crazy. Yeah. And the fact that they still get made is really interesting to me because I just it's basically only for YouTube algorithm purposes. Yeah. And not not necessarily for like creativity mm-hmm. purposes. You know, it's it's changed.
1: If the song's good enough, it sells itself. I say. I think yeah. the
2: mistake is. I'm saying what I'm saying. The mistake is you should hold your ground like We're not doing one then. But we were always like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it because you get so much pressure to do it. And then we do it, but we're not really in it into it. So it just never ends up being good, you know?
1: So you don't exactly remember what Beavis and Butthead had to say about your video? <laughs> What's the deal with this short dude? Yeah, really? Hey. Is he, like, in the band or is he just, like, some weird dude? Really? It's, like, all these videos now, they, like, just get a couple weird dudes and,
2: like, just shake the camera around and just, like bunch of crap
0: yeah they need to get back to the basics like chicks and bikinis and explosions yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. of cars like and they're all driven by chicks and bikinis <laughs> With big thingy. yeah yeah now that's what i call a buzz clip
2: <laughs> i don't really remember it wasn't entirely negative though it, it wasn't positive either it was just sort of there making fun of some of the stuff that was happening in the video you know so but not necessarily the band. That's
0: a pretty. That's a great badge of honor, though. I think that's very funny and cool. Yeah, that's like a different like i i forgot i even sort of forgot about that element of the show uh, but that was the show like i just (laughs) there's like such cultural artifacts now that i forgot that there was even like a purpose to them at one point or they had like a something they they did
1: yeah yeah they would a a cool band they they would play some green jello song or a dinosaur junior video and be like yeah this fucking rocks and then they'll play a terrible yeah you know pop song one hit wonder thing and then they make fun of it and all is well in the world World. that's what right. is the,
0: the a, another thing yeah. we do on the show often eric is we ask musicians if they ever had a, a, a big sync a licensing deal where they got a substantial amount of money for allowing a corporation to use one of their songs um or maybe if they passed up one because they had some ideals as a younger person
1: yeah if you were too punk and cool and you turned down that three hundred thousand. right well Unfortunately, these days. And now you cut yourself because of that.
2: A band <laughs> at any level of band that I'm in doesn't get the $300,000 thing anymore because it's so watered down. There's so many artists <laughs> that'll do it for free, you know, but.
1: No, no, no.
2: no. We, the archers didn't get licensed very much. We, we had a thing in, uh, My So-Called Life and we had a thing in, uh, Mall Rats and I've I never, I've never seen Mall so Rats. So sick. sick. I, so sick. I've never wow. seen either of these shows. that's
1: uh, quantity, not quality or quality, not quantity. There are two bro, amazing you, You've singles. never
2: seen, you've never seen My So-Called Life. Not the episode or songs in. Uh-oh. I mean, I've seen all of the show, and I'll just turn. It, I mean, it's not. I'm not the demographic. you know. Well, so.
1: Eric's been on record for being pretty against season three, almost all of the way through. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I just
0: don't think. I just don't think <laughs> arc B really worked that well in season three. It just wasn't. I didn't get it. The development wasn't yeah. there. So those Eric.
1: are. That's good. So so you you. It was few and far between, but it were. It, it those were culturally iconic. Yeah. Content platforms in the '90s, for sure. I mean,
2: are, I I don't know. Are they? I'm so out of the loop. Like you're saying this stuff, I'm like, are gonna be, my so-called making fun of me? That's no, what, my, so-called, I don't know if
0: it, my so-called life. My so-called life is literally a touchstone for, I would say, like a, a, a very large demographic of teenage girls, as like the style of it, the storyline. Jordan Catalano is like the hot 90s guy.
1: I could understand how you wouldn't believe us or think that we're yeah. being sarcastic, not only with our deadpan nasally tone, but also <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you're telling me my so-called life is good and cool
2: and culturally important. Like, yeah, I, and culturally important. I, yeah.
1: It just like that's how dire youth culture is nowadays, to where they're just like this show that was on the CW network, like is I build my life around it. My
0: so-called life pushed the envelope though, because there was like a you know, there was like a a gay character that had a huge role. It was like pretty ahead of its time. Right. But but they also pushed like Buffalo Tom, like super hard, you know. Right which which, (laughs) it was probably a miss if you look back on that kind of the whole landscape. Yeah. Um but but yeah, that's a that's a very culturally relevant show, and it's. it's uh, but I'm saying I think shows like that will get refetishized every generation. Yeah, for like almost a almost like a different factor or something that that we like we don't even recognize as important. Um, but yeah, it's still hitting. Wow.
1: Yeah, I wonder, like Eric, Eric, as somebody who has been around the block a little bit longer than we have, are you? I mean, like we pay attention to trends and all that stuff a lot more than the average bear, but. I, I think after a while when you've seen so many of these trend cycles and things go in and out of fashion like you just you believe everything and nothing surprises me anymore what does that say does that happen to you or are you still like what the fuck this is popular yeah again?
2: but yeah I think that's <laughs> I do feel that but I also feel uh that I've never been even when I was younger that I, I was never in tune with the things that were going on in my generation I just wasn't in tune with it even then as much uh because I just didn't I just was sort of, as a kid, even I was just, I was into what I was into and I was hyper focused on it and the, the world would happen around me and I was still just hyper focused on what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And that was very true with music as well. So.
1: So you were listening to music of your or just like different music that none of your friends were listening to?
2: I listened to the Bahamarimba band and Russian Cossack music and, and then Donna Sorr, Jr. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> and so I, or even just, uh, you know Frank Sinatra or something really not cool for my generation to listen to you okay. know and I just this
1: is a very schizophrenic palette of music selections yeah
2: yeah exactly exactly and uh and so I and I knew uh what was going on musically I guess because it was my world but uh I always felt when I came into a conversation like, "Well, these guys are talking about some stuff that is modern, and I don't, I don't really know what's going on right now, so I just won't say much." You know, mm-hmm. I just always felt like, I'm, like, a
1: moron. like I don't know. You're like I don't, don't even know how to do the macarena. I'm going to sit this convo out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know the, I don't know the steps. I don't, Jason, I don't know the steps. I
2: haven't practiced the steps. I don't know. Lord knows I've tried. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: yeah. funny. I mean, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there's there's some people that subscribe to that kind of thinking now, though that that I hear about, where it's like if they're working on an album or working on a film or, or a book or whatever it may be, they purposely kind of shut off like the outside world as to not be kind of influenced by it,
1: like like when Julia Fox is writing a book. She says, don't text. Exactly. Me. All of, don't text me, you guys. I'm going to be writing my book for the next week.
0: But you, you have <laughs> to block out this stuff so you don't get in, influenced by yeah. it. But I, I think that's much harder to do nowadays than it was kind of, you know, well,
2: uh, yeah. I mean, that's the, like the whole, like t- to do music now, if, you know, the, the amount of content you need for your Instagram page or your Facebook or whatever, <laughs> Facebook, whatever it is you're doing in you know, a TikTok, whatever. If I knew that I would have had to have done that i don't think i would have done music because it's just so not about music so so So, you're
0: saying to me that merge is pushing archers of loaf to get the TikTok popping and you're still you're still (laughs) gonna power through
2: no merge is the one best you know let'll let you kind of not do it i mean i i they'll they'll just let you do what you do and there's certainly you know you can have help you know yeah um and that's what i kind of have landed just because i can't do it i just don't have time i'm trying to work on songs and and trying to just do
1: that call me crazy i'm a musician who (laughs) is working on making music Yeah, Yeah, it's it's too i know it's
0: crazy i know it's crazy yeah it's wild but stick with me so
1: for me yeah i just couldn't i
2: just can't uh
1: right i know yeah so if you if you knew going into it like as a new musician in 2022 they're like all right yeah your music is great it's so awesome we just have to work on your cinematography skills your hair and makeup skills your hip-hop style jazz dance yeah uh, you have to have perfect fashion wardrobe, cultural yeah. takes. You have to be gay and straight and everything all together. <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah. this is.
2: But there's kids today that came up the the gener- the younger folks. They they grew up with it, so for them, they can just go and they do it, and they and yeah. they, they can do it. And then I'm like, I, my hands are too big, too big for a fucking iphone anyway so it's
1: like i'm sure your kid is much better at using the ipad than you'll ever be yeah
2: yeah he's he is he's good at that stuff
1: already that was a trick question you let him use an ipad i'm disgusted we let him watch porn man it's good (laughs) it's (laughs) fun
0: we said we said fuck it uh Eric, wow! What a pleasure! Matt. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us uh, on How Long Gone today. Uh, it's, it really has been a, a blast, and um, thank
2: you so much. No, it has been. Yeah.
0: We've been listening to your music for a very long time, so it was it was fun to chat. I love it.
2: It was so much fun. Yeah, it was great. You guys are killing it. Thank you guys so much.